to help these guys. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. So I just have to ask, because I'm asking. No menstruation, right? What's that? You. Menstruation? I don't menstruate, okay, no. Okay, good. Not so far. Well, according to AOC, you can. <laughs> can't believe it. She was going off on that, man. With Andy Cooper. According to AOC. You know, menstruating person. It's not just uterus holders that can menstruate. No, 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 no. It's menstruation persons. Yes, that's right. Well, Sandy, the the brilliance of Sandy. She doesn't know how to use a garbage disposal. She doesn't. She didn't even know what it was until a few years ago. We're doomed. I said last night. At some point, we're all they're all going to be AOC. Yep, that's right. Not just women, trans men, and non-binary people can also menstruate. Really, really. I'm asking every man. I I want evidence that men can menstruate. I want somebody to tell me which guy, which fella. Hey, you over there. In a Ford F three fifty Super Duty can of Copenhagen on a seat next to you. Can I get some stay free? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, according uh, to AOC, Trey, you need to grow up. Uh huh. Right. Because trans, two spirit, and non binary people wait, have always existed, and they always wait, and they and they menstruate. Stop. Trey. They stop. menstruate. What is two spirit? What is that? I don't know. It's the first time I've heard that. What one. is that? I I honestly don't know. I, I've never heard that before. Somebody. Somebody, what's two spirit people? I see. This is this is when you're making crap up that you get into this, yeah, right? I mean, you know, when you say you can pick your gender, it's not assigned to you. You can decide whatever you are. No, look down. Look down. What is that? You're just being patriarchal. You're so patriarchal, man. Oh, I know. I'm such a misogynist. You're we're, such a misogynist. We're doomed. You know, we're doomed. I, I've reached this point, though. I, I I wonder if you're there too with me. I've reached this point. I don't care about any name that anybody calls me because I've been called oh, I don't give every. A crap. I don't care, you know. I've been called every name in the book: racist, misogynist, you know, whatever. I don't care anymore. Ooh, you hurt me by calling me a name. Why don't you throw an egg at me and put on a gorilla mask to do oh, so? Oh, could you, <laughs> Larry Elder, uh-huh. who would be the first African American governor of of California? What a bunch of racists in California. If 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 a if a, a proud boy started screaming at a black liberal yeah. wearing a freaking gorilla mask. You know what had happened. Oh, my God. No, they would arrest him. They would. He would be a crime. He would be in That's right. He would be in jail, and he would never get out. They would lock him up, and he would never see the light of day again. But in California, yesterday, in case you're not up to speed, Larry Elder's walking through uh, the district, you know, and a bunch of homeless people around and all that kind of stuff. And they've got these protesters that are Gavin Newsom fans, probably paid for by Newsom. Probably. Probably. And they go over there to harass him. And first of all, one of his security guys gets shot by a pellet gun. And mm. then this guy, or chick. It was a chick, I chick think. Chick in, in a gorilla mask. Uh, Larry Elder's black. Right. Chick in a gorilla mask walks up and starts throwing eggs at him. And she slapped one of the security people. She sure did. And the security guy just stood there, and he put his hand out so she wouldn't slap him again. She said, you touch me again, and you're going to jail. She just slapped him. him. Yeah, she slapped him. Right. That's because that's, that's great behavior. That's, that's the American left. Classy. It's, the, it's American the American left. left right there. Right. So cowardly, she can't even show her face. She puts on a stupid gorilla mask and starts <laughs> yeah. screaming at a black guy. You yeah. know who's who's that? Who dares to run for governor? 
because their governor is so stinking corrupt, they got to recall him. You, you remember, though, a few days ago, we were talking about how they have been calling him blackface. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. He's a black he's, guy. Of course. And yeah, they've been saying, oh, he's wearing blackface. He's not really black. He's not really black because he's conservative. <laughs> so it's not, a, it's not a matter of skin color like we were talking about yesterday. It's a matter of your ideology, you know. Right. It, so you can be black and be a white supremacist. Essentially, these are people, the party of science, follow me with it. Yeah. The party of science believes that uh, dudes can menstruate and black guys can be white supremacists. That's exactly right. That's who they are. And you get to choose your gender. You can choose your... Hey, and, look, I'm a chick. Hey, it I'm a dude. I'm a chick. I'm a dude. And yeah. you can change it from day to day. You don't change it just once. You can today be a, ch- a chick and, and tomorrow be a guy. And then, you know, then you can be you can, a nothing. Maybe on the Tuesday you can be a cheese goat you if can you want to be a cheese goat. Be a they. You know. I'm a they. <laughs> I'm, or, I'm just... Or a two-spirit. <laughs> I still don't even know what that means. You know. I haven't even Googled it yet. It makes me want to put uh, flowers two... flowers in my hair and go sit at hate Ashbury. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a two-spirit. Are you hey. going to San Francisco? Watch out for the poop. Um, it's there, by the way. <laughs> it's still there from 1967. Summer of love. Uh, Summer of poop. I, you know. I, the, 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 and I posted about this last night that, and I say this on the air all the time, okay, an army of morons are, are on the march to take over this country. At some point, they will all be the chick in the gorilla mask. They will all be AOC. None of them will know how to operate a wall thermostat or a garbage disposal. And uh, they're largely Democrats. We don't have to worry about it. They're going to take it all. They're taking it all over, man. We're not going to have to worry about Chinese moving in and they're taking over Bagram. We still have the Chinese to tell them what to do. uh, We don't have to worry about it because we won't exist. The Chinese are taking over Bagram. So what does it matter? According to U.S. News, now China is saying we're not taking over Bagram, but that means they're taking over Bagram. (laughs) (laughs) If the Chinese say something, the Chinese government just sort of assume the opposite is true. Correct. U.S. News reporting the Chinese are taking over Bagram. Airbase, something that Joe Biden wouldn't even do, right? The finest one in, in the one we built, right? And uh, so the Chinese are moving in to take it over, according to U.S. News. The Chinese are saying, "No, no, no, we don't know, we don't, we're not going." We don't in there. know nothing about no virus. We're not going in there, right? Right, nah, right. Bagram, no way. We're not going in there. <sighs> and uh, so that they will soon own that part of the world too, <sighs> and diminishing the United States of America. So don't you worry, man. Don't stress about anything anymore. Let's just start talking guns, cooking. <laughs> Fishing, hunting. I gotta, I gotta double up my anti-anxiety meds, man. Nah, some you of don't. Breaking through. Just stop worrying about it. You know, quit worrying. Just let you know what. Let's let's talk. It's dove hunting season. Let's talk about. <laughs> let's go dove hunting. Let's Look at my shirt. Dove hunting. I got a dove hunting shirt. He's on. got a dove. He does have a dove hunting shirt on. That's what we should talk about. Dove hunting. Let's not worry about the rest of his favorite crap. fideo recipes. You hey, know, I saw that. You want Fideo, don't you? I miss Fideo. Can we have a listener bring him some Fideo? It's got to be low-sodium Fideo, though. i got to have low-sodium. My wife's going to try to find out how to make low-sodium Fideo. Well, just don't add the salt. I guess. <laughs> Maybe that would work. <laughs> I saw that Maybe one that would work. do it. <laughs> but, you know, it, 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 if, if you really do think about this crap all the time, and I mean all of it, whether it's at Afghanistan, menstruating dudes, the border, COVID, Joe Biden's crazy, you know, you'll you'll lose your mind. Oh, wait a minute. I gotta play some Biden sound for you. Oh yeah. I have to. Yeah. From I guess yesterday. It's my job. From yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris, let's just play them both, okay? You you can pick whichever one you want to to go for, go with first. And do you have the whispers whisper thing? That would be fun oh. to play with too. So kind of like a 
Uh, well, we'll get to it in a second. First of all, go ahead. Let, roll whichever one you want to roll. This is yesterday. He's talking to union people. The Labor Day. The Labor so Day. So, folks, you do it all. I'm sorry to go on so long, but uh, I can't. I can't thank you enough for all you've done for the country. Can you pause that a second? You're going to love this. I have to set this up a little bit. So he says, "I've been told, or whatever, <laughs> that I'm supposed to stop and walk out of the room." Right. So whoever handles him, Barack or Ron Klain <laughs> or whoever, told him, when you're done, keep your mouth shut and walk out, right? right? That's what they told him. Right. So what he says is, well, instead of doing that, I'm going to come out there and meet you. Right. But do you know what he does? Yeah. He turns and walks out of the room. <laughs> Go ahead. And what you've done for me over my career, you've educated me, you've brought me along, and uh, you've, uh, you've always been there. Now, I'm supposed to stop and walk out of the room here. I'm going to stop. With your permission, I'm going to walk into the room because I want to say hello to you. And then he leaves. Yeah, I'm going to walk into the room because I want to say hello to you. And then he turns and walks walks away. I thought you were going to walk over here and say hello. You know what's interesting, though, about the first part when he's talking about the labor unions? Yeah. According to him, the only reason he exists is because of labor unions. Correct. That's Think about that for a second. That's what he said. He said his entire career, they educated me. Yep. They brought me along. He said it over and over the again. The labor unions. Correct. Nothing they, weird about that at he, all, is there? I'm telling you, in my opinion, he's owned by them in China, and, and both are owned by the both, you know? Right, so, you right. Know. I mean, that, that kind of creeped me out the front end of that. Yeah. So, oh, no, you want to be creeped out? Here we go. We got a little creepy thing for you right here. Same, same speech yesterday. He's talking about the labor unions once again. And here comes creepy, slow Joe the perv. Here we go. I'm going to be a bit repetitive. The eight-hour day, the weekend, you know, time and a half for overtime, safety standards, sick days, victories for all of us. Because I might add, you know, I notice when you all do that, everybody benefits. Uh, Whether they belong to you. Oh, go, so, go, go okay, Aqualung. That's so, great. Do you remember in the 70s when the phone would ring? We we didn't have caller ID and we didn't have voicemail or answering right, machines. Yeah. You had to answer the phone in the 70s. Right. And there'd be a guy on the other end going, what are you wearing? What are you wearing? Hey, where are you? <laughs> what are you doing right what now? color is your underwear? It was it was Joe Biden. <laughs> he was calling. All, he, he made all the He's, obscene phone calls. He is such a deeply strange human being and not the fun kind. No. You know, there's just something wrong with him. Now, Trump said it, I think, last weekend. There's just something wrong with him <laughs> all the way through. And who the hell is calling the shots? Listen to this. Have you checked the children? <laughs> no, Mr. President. When, the, when a stranger comes. <sighs> so, but what we have here is is uh, the whispers uh, in 1979. I played the whispers on the radio. Chris, can you roll a little bit of the whispers for us? Yeah. Yeah. The whispers. So we have the the greatest hits of Joe Biden's whispers. Here we go. I got them $1.9 trillion relief so far. They're going to be getting checks in the mail that are consequential. I wrote the bill (laughs) on the environment. Pay them more. This is an employee's, employee's bargaining chip now. What's happening? I think it's time to give ordinary people a tax break. It's not a secret. Everybody benefits. Oh, God. <laughs> that uh, creeped me out, man. There we go. 
He's That's creepy. President. He's the guy. He's the guy, man. Um, Some of you voted for him. Uh, well, I'm going to ask again. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Where are you? Where are ya? Are we feeling a little embarrassed? Where are ya? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Why a f- haven't you checked the children? <laughs> God. It's the creepiest movie I ever saw. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it. I gotta watch it sometime. Oh, you have to. No, when a stranger calls, and no. I made it halfway through before I realized the dude was upstairs right, calling right. from in the house. So mm. I just spoiler alert, I just ruined it for you, but wow. Yeah, Biden's Biden's a really you know he's always been a weirdo, though. He he really he's been blustery, but he's always been a, a blustery weirdo. There's just something not right about him. Well, I don't know. I think the whisper thing. He thinks he's being cool and clever, like it's just you and me, champ, and I'm letting you in on something. But it just comes off as aqualungy. You know, it really does. No, I think that's who he is. <laughs> no, he needs I, a raincoat. I, re- I really right. That's exactly right. <laughs> he I, needs I, a raincoat. I think he is just an old fart. Who has his uh, perv tendencies? You know, he smells people and all that crappy stuff. I've been watching him for fifty years. I've yeah. been watching him for fifty years, and he has not changed. He's never had an original thought. No, he's he's a thought thief because he steals people's ideas and their creative work. Right, right. And uh, and this is him. This is who he. You're, you're seeing really who he is because in his mental state he doesn't have the edit button anymore no well he's gone well and he was never that great with the edit button anyway i mean it's like you know i remember when i was in delaware and working and he was talking about convenience store workers and they all got an indian accent he's an old school he's an old school delaware redneck with money that's exactly what he is man delaware racist redneck but it, but for years he was able to hide that because yeah. he was in public or people were hiding it for him right. they did a great you know his handlers for years did a great job but we sh- don't let that out and the media wouldn't but now and we were talking about this earlier too that um if it weren't for uh, don was saying when i was talking to him before the show he said none of this ever comes across the wires the stuff like what we just played yeah. never comes across the wire. Sure. The the big age, big news agencies, they never offer this up. Nope. And I said, you let Breitbart or Daily Wire or KTSA or any of those, you know, to a certain extent, Fox News, you let them go away and you'll never hear the truth about what's going on. Well, then you're back in the 70s and 80s. You'll never hear the truth. <laughs> That's exactly how it was. We're exposing the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And they do not do that. They lock it up. Chris will tell you, when ABC sends down the sound cuts of Joe Biden, they're so edited, it makes it sound like he's on top of the world and he's in charge, man. Large yeah. Marge in charge. Well, they're, they're a wing of they're, they're propagandists. They're, sure. not, they're not true journalists. That's, sure. True journalism is really at a premium in this country right now. It's almost non-existent at the, at the top uh, uh, of the food chain. You know, because they're all in the tank for uh, for the Democrats, and 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 you know, and and you you listen to this stuff, and you think about guys like Andy Cooper and Acosta and all that. Are they just in their minds, in their noggins, not see? Are they really not seeing it, or do they know what's going on? And it's just we got to cover this up. We got to make him. Look, we got to make the chief look good. That's that's it. There, they know. They know it, they see it, they hear it, but they put him there. Yeah. So they can't let him fail. 
because it's on them. Do, he can't do any wrong. He can't. He's got to be the it. greatest president ever. They can't let him fail because they put him there. Back in a minute, more wearing Rima coming up. You know, our friends at BG Products have a product for your vehicle for maximum protection, whatever you're driving. If it is that big F-350 and it's towing a big trailer and doing the job, well, the BG product is going to protect it. Gasoline and diesel, both. Or maybe it's a little car. You know, maybe it's just a four-cylinder you get around in. Cool. Great. Glad you have that, too. And BG has products for that. Bottom line is you want maximum protection because those repairs or replacements, have you looked at the cost of an engine lately, particularly if you are driving a truck here in Texas? Engine replacement is just, oh, wow. Uh, so you, you really don't want to be there. You want to maintain your vehicle with the best products available and the best I've ever found. And I've done the research. The best I've ever found are these BG products. I use them myself. So the next time you have your oil changed, all the oil change places have the BG available to them. So ask for it. BGfindashop.com. AccuWeather, today, sunny to partly cloudy, high of 96. Tonight's going to be clear. Tomorrow, sunny and hot. And about 94, and on Saturday, plenty of sunshine and 93. Right now, 68. Can you believe News, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. I wrote the bill. Uh. On the environment, I got them $1.9 trillion relief so far. Everybody benefits. I just wet my pants. Okay. So, uh, according to Don Morgan, KTSANews.com, in one hour, Joint Base San Antonio is going to start blowing stuff up. Uh, oh, okay. Cool. Ah, it says here, <laughs> says here, if you're, in the, if you're in the neighborhood of Joint Base San Antonio, Fort Sam, Houston, you may hear some loud, loud booms. The base is celebrating U.S. Army North change of command from Lieutenant General Laura Richardson to Major General John Evans. Sir, welcome aboard, sir. No, wrong, wrong service. Uh, welcome, <laughs> sir. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, welcome, sir. So they're going to be popping some stuff off. They Is are. They... they got some cannons yeah. they're going to fire uh, off. Uh-oh, come and take it. Ceremony. <laughs> yeah, go out there and take it. The ceremony, you can have it. <laughs> the ceremony will include the tradition of cannon fire. Those near Fort Sam will hear two sets of 15 volleys. The first at 8.30, the second will be around 10. And then, of course, Don, in his fine reporting style, make sure we all know, the cannons fire blanks. <laughs> no projectiles. Hey! This is San Antonio, man. What are we shooting blanks for, yeah, man? Exactly. I mean, don't I want th- some cannonballs in the air, man. Don't they know how we celebrate the Fourth of July and New Year's? Blanks. We walk outside and we shoot our guns in the air, <laughs> and they have real bullets in them. That's how we celebrate. Those are I our know, fireworks. I know. I'm just kidding. Don't put, put any real cannonballs in the cannons. No, put real <laughs> cannonballs in there. I'm for it. Fire those puppies off down the quadrangle. Oh, Lord. Let's see how far they'll go. Right, right. <laughs> well, good on them, though. Good, good. That's good. That'd be a nice little wake-up call for the folks in the neighborhood. There. <laughs> well, they better be up already, yeah. 8.30. But uh, anyway, Major General John Evans, welcome to your command, sir. And uh, have a good command. I know you will. You'll do a great job. And from where in Rima, we appreciate uh, your service. And the same to you, to Lieutenant General Laura Richardson. Thank you for your service. It may have a great retirement or whatever's next for you. Right. You know, the thing, that, the thing I found out about that, I have several generals who are friends of mine, and w- one thing is when they come through San Antonio, whether it's at Lackland and the training over there or it's the training over at Randolph or a situation like this, 
They always come back. <laughs> they live here. The rest of you can't get out. Can't get San Antonio I, well, out. Man. It's like I've always said. San Antonio is the only city I've ever lived in where nobody wants to leave. That's right. You go uh, to Baltimore. It's like God. I can't wait to get out of Baltimore someday. Go exactly. to D.C. God. I can't wait to get out of D.C. someday. That's right. San Antonio. I like it here, man. The tacos are great. And I'm never going anywhere. Well, that's why a lot of these people. <laughs> that's why they retire. Yeah. You know, you, you're going to send me where? No, I don't, you're going to send me to. to <laughs> To Iowa? No, I retired. Iowa, I'm right. retired. Let's see, Des Moines <laughs> or San Antonio? I retire. I think, I think I'll go with San Antonio. I'll take my commission. I'm out. All right, quick break for the news. I want to tell you about Pecos Fence Company. At Pecos Fence Company, you call 210-655-5656. They'll be out there ready to do an estimate for you. In fact, they can do an estimate right over the phone or through email, so it's contactless. And uh, they're great. They really are. They have the most experience in Texas at building fences. That will improve the livability of your home, number one, for security and privacy. And number two, improve the resale value of your home. If you're thinking that one of these days you're going to sell it, you want a beautiful fence around it, and that's one of the first things that people notice from the curb. Look at that fence. That's beautiful. Well, Pecos will build a beautiful fence for you, or happy to sell you all the materials you need at the lowest price. They'll beat the pants off the big box stores in uh, in how low their prices are on the materials. That's Pecos Fence Company, 210-655-RoofixSA.com. Hey, this is David Van Camp, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. The Taliban seek international legitimacy and support. Any legitimacy, any support will have to be earned. And we heard that across the board. You know, he, it's Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, and he reminds me of, the, uh, of ZZ Top because the only guy who doesn't have a beard is named Frank Beard, right? <laughs> right, right. Anthony Blinken never blinks. <laughs> he never, if you watch him, when he gives one of these press conferences, his eyes are like, I think he's hey. a reptile. I think he's wired. He's like, hey, man. Maybe hey, he's... Hey, hey. And he just stares wide open at you, which is a freaky kind of thing when nobody ever blinks. You know, well, like, yeah, it is a little freaky. Can you I, please I, take a minute? Maybe he's a, he's, a, he's a replicant or an android or something. He's not even real. Well? I mean, he doesn't sound like he's real. I mean, is he really talking about the Taliban? Yeah. Is he really talking about the Taliban? <laughs> no, he's talking about our State Department. Oh, right. Uh, President Biden expected to lay out his plan to push for broad... Vaccination mandates. So more mandates coming your way today. Well, and it's a six-pronged plan. It's got prongs. So we'll ha- we'll hear. Hopefully, we'll hear what the prongs are today, uh, as far as uh, uh, what we can and cannot do if we're not vaccinated. I just love you know. I I just love the term mandate. You know, the government <laughs> is going to mandate what you're going to do. They're going to mandate what you can't do. They're going to mandate where you can go. They're going to mandate where you can't go. Don't you have the feeling that like the whole country is going to become New York City today? <laughs> or worse. Or worse. How about Beijing? Beijing, right. There's one for you. Uh, you know, Because I, I, Joe Dunn got his marching orders. Yeah, that's where he gets them from. Uh-huh. I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm bracing for it. I mean, uh, man- mandates on vaccines, on, on what you can and can't do. Are you going to be able to go anywhere? Uh, after today, and how is he able to do that? How is that constitutional? 
to Who, who's going to stop him? Well, I guess you got me there. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, the guy could probably say, you know, all you uh, unvaxxed people, come right over here because we have the little place with the razor wire, and you go back there. And 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 who's going to stop him? How? Yeah, well, you're right. Seriously, and, and the morons are right there with him. How many people are posting that meme and posting posts about you know, I believe in mandating vaccines. If you don't want to get vaccinated, you should be forced to get vaccinated. Oh, I've seen it over and over again. You know, they're idiots. Man. So watch, watch and see what happens. Man. They'll applaud him and say he's being bold. Watch, watch. Yeah. Oh, well, like we said about the media. Oh, that's a, uh, the president makes an unbelievable move today by <sighs> making all of the people who are unvaxxed go to California in the desert and hide <laughs> out in the camp. Uh, so, uh, so what time is he supposed to do this? So I know to show up six hours later. Oh, what time, Don? <laughs> do we know? Uh, well, Elaine, you, you, what, what time? T- we know what time roughly Biden's supposed to speak today. Does Biden know what time roughly he's supposed to speak today? Could I want to hear. I want to hear about the prongs of the mandate. Um, we'll find out because I don't even know. I have, no but idea. Uh, you know, I, I'm I am. I'm just kind of bracing for it. I, I'm so sick of all this crap. Well, then let's talk about Michael Constantine, who passed away, age ninety four. My big fat Greek wedding. I got a quick story to tell. Remember, he he was a uh, room two twenty two and uh, throughout oh, the Michael I Constantine knew his son. Yeah, yeah, briefly. Yeah, 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 yeah. You knew his son. How'd you? My know his son's son? a poet out in uh, in Chula Vista, not Chula Vista. Uh, uh, out in California, as uh, a poet, I got to know just through a, a, a mutual friend. But yeah, he, yeah, oh, yeah, that guy, he was around forever. You know who I'm talking about? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so he passed away in '94, <clears throat> and um, uh, I, I, <laughs> this is my big fat Greek wedding story. So years ago, uh, I get a phone call. This girl says, "Hey, listen, I got a in, small independent film that we, I, I just produced. I I'm, I act in it." And, um, you know, I'd like to come on your show. Right. I'm going to be in town. I'd like to come on your show. And can I plug it? We really don't do that with small independent films. We'd be doing them a million times a day if we did. So thanks, but no thanks. So she said, well, I'm going to bring John. What was his name from Northern Exposure and Sex in the City? John, uh, what was his name? Anyway, she said, I'm going to bring him. And he was a pretty big star at the time. Right. So Sex in the City. And I said, okay, well, if you're going to bring him, at least he's got some star quality. Go ahead and come on in. It was Nia Verdalis, my big fat Greek wedding. Oh, wow. John Corbett. John, John Corbett. Corbett. Oh, wow. It was Nia Verdalis. Really? That's who the girl was. And oh, wow. The movie hadn't come out yet. She said, it's coming out in a couple of weeks. She said, I did it as a one-person play. Tom Hanks' wife came in and saw it one time and went home and told Tom he has to be the money behind this and make it into a movie. So oh, wow. they're behind me with this. That turned out to be the biggest movie of... It was a huge hit. It, years. For yeah. A long time. Well, Michael Constantine was, was her dad in that movie. Oh, right. Okay. So, anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, his uh, his kid is a uh, at least not Chula Vista. I got the uh, the one of those California somewhere little, out little there. hippie California right, towns, right? Costa Mesa, and Costa Mesa. No, did I get Costa it right? Mesa. Yeah, you did. Costa Mesa. And I got a big poetry community out there, and I knew some fellow poets, and uh, and uh, briefly we were Facebook friends. But then he unfriended me once he found out what I did. Yeah, so. well, there you go. <laughs> For a living, I like you at all, conservative. <laughs> So, not, not a bad poet, though. Do you have days for us today? I do. Do you want to do that? Yeah, do we okay. have time? Yeah, okay, why yeah. not? Uh, it's International Buy a Priest a Beer Day. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. Because <laughs> they could use one, especially this week. Uh, they're celebrating the International Buy a Priest a Beer Day. It's National Teddy Bear Day. Oh, that's mm, nice. Love on your teddy bear. International Sudoku Day. Did you ever play Sudoku? No, but my wife did. Man. Yeah, I knew a couple. She people had about there. a decade where every night that's what put her to sleep before that's, bed. People got hooked on that stuff. Yeah, man. 
It's Wiener Schnitzel Day. Oh, yeah, there's a Wiener Schnitzel here. So be loving on some Wiener Schnitzel. Uh-huh. Don Morgan, you laughing? No. <laughs> and uh, also, it's... He's looking down. I don't know what he's looking at. It's, it's my favorite one of the day. It's Wonderful Weirdos Day. Oh, nice. Wonderful Weirdos Day. Would you put yourself in that class? I don't know about the wonderful part, but I would the, <laughs> the weirdo part. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm a pretty stinking weird guy. I think you're wonderful. I, I appreciate you're, you. You're welcome. Thank you. So, uh, you know, buy a wonderful weirdo some Wiener schnitzel today while doing a Sudoku puzzle and squeezing the teddy bear after buying a priest a beer. And then, then, then you got it all down pat. <laughs> uh, so we're getting the word now that the president is going to speak anytime between 9 and 4. <laughs> <laughs> Any time between nine and four. This, this is like this is like the cable company coming out. You know, we'll be there uh, sometime well, on uh, Thursday. We'll be there, okay, sometime on Thursday. You know, I, I almost, I almost, <laughs> I, I, I actually would respect him more. Well, I don't respect him at all, but I'll respect them more <clears throat> if they just didn't bother with a, with a scheduled time. You know, because every time they do, there isn't one. I good. That's where that's, that's, that's an evolution. They just are not doing it. They, I think that's a good up. idea. Remember the last time they he moved oh, in like man. five or six hours. Sat around on my ass for four hours. Yeah. So yeah, now they've just decided. Well, we, we're just not going to tell you a time. But, just, but that's at least that's <laughs> honest. It's you know what I mean? Thursday. At least that's honest. Sometime today, uh, he'll shuffle his elderly butt out there and ramble about. Well. You know it can't be too late of the of the new COVID plan. You know it can't be too late. Well, no, because he, he's got nap time right. and the meds wear off. The applesauce starts getting warm. The applesauce starts getting warm. <laughs> it's time for Why his, are you shaking it's time your for head? His leg massage. Elaine you know? is shaking her head. That's exactly right. He's got to put horse liniment on his feet. He's got ointment. And blue emu. They, right, blue emu. <laughs> got to empty the drool cup. You know? <laughs> it's time for blue emu. So well, sorry, just, the president's you know, gone now. But that but that makes I'm that makes more sense to just not have a time. Well, of course it does. say it's going to be at noon and and the the old pterodactyl comes out at like four o'clock they, in the afternoon. Because you know. they never know. Yeah. E- even they've given up. I mean, they've really given up. Well, they're up. still telling them what to do, though. So, I mean, there must be, maybe it's just they, 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 they got to shoot them full of amphetamines. I don't know to get them out there. I don't know what it is. Uh, B12. B12. Like yeah, a high-powered B12, B12 yeah. shot yeah. Yeah. in his ass. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, it's, I get sick of just sitting around waiting for him. So this way, you know, when he starts speaking, well, I'll get the ABC thing on my phone. So you know what's going to happen. What? Eventually. Because this, I, I really, in all seriousness, I think this is happening with his base. I think his base is peeling off of him. Now, they're never going to leave the Democrat ideals. I'm not saying they're going to become conservatives and switch parties. Right, I'm not right. saying that. I think they're leaving him. I think his base is like, okay, this guy is an old goober. He has no idea what he's doing. This Afghanistan thing harmed him more yeah. than anything else he's done so far, and he's done a lot of crap, right? right. From open borders to screwing up the COVID thing and everything in between. And with right. this deal here in in uh, Afghanistan, he's blown it. And not only with guys like you and me, but a lot of his base are just like, I, I get it. I'm I think done. you're right because we did hear some murmurs after Afghanistan or while it was going on that some of his own staff were appalled by it. Uh, I, I think a lot. I think you're right. I think a lot. Many more people, uh, Democrats, who would roll with everything else or even support it. Even the open border stuff, when it comes to Afghanistan, you know, especially coming up, coming up on twenty years and in, in, uh, in uh, you know since nine uh, eleven, I think a lot of them are, are peeling off uh, more than we know, perhaps. 
Now, our great producer staff uh, came in the room just a second ago, and they said, you're making fun of Biden and, and him going to bed early and all that kind of stuff, and you put your shirt on backwards this morning. So, Oh, did I? <laughs> Is it on backwards? <laughs> My shirt's on backwards. Is it really? <laughs> oh, God. So the po- uh, it's over for me. The pocket's on your back. Oh. <laughs> That's why it feels a little weird, huh? It feels a little tight around the breasts. Is that what it was? Hey, I get dressed in the dark, man. I get dressed in the dark, man. Is it really? Oh, God. Well, look, there's the tag right there. You could bite the tag with your teeth. I could bite the tag, man. Yeah, maybe I should hold off on the old man jokes when it comes to biting. I got a little premature senility going on here. You want to hear something even worse? I put my underwear on backwards the other day, and my wife saw me, and she was horrified by it. Well, you know. You can't feel that one? You have to be able to feel that. No, not necessarily. Yes, yes, you have to. She has, uh, uh, what do you call it, Uh, compulsive disorder? What is it? Uh, obsessive compulsive compulsive disorder right, yeah, it right. bothered her all day of course i left my underwear i said nobody could see it says i know it's backwards well, see that's all it's she's all, got i just let i kept it that way just because i knew it would freak her out all day <sighs> you you can feel it when you put a t you were in a t-shirt i've got right. a button down but you can feel it when you put a t-shirt on backwards because it's tighter around your neck man it goes, pull, i didn't pull. notice <laughs> everything's tight everything on me i didn't tight. notice it all of your clothing is tight on you i guess at the I, should, I, I should pull back on making fun of biden man <laughs> Because <laughs> they came in, they stuck their heads in, and they both oh, they were, looked at me and started laughing. I'm like, "Is my necklace on?" They had a meeting. And, they were meeting. They had, a meeting. they had a meeting about it, and uh, and then they slipped me a note and said, "Hey, watch uh, making fun of Biden because Sean's uh, shirts on backwards." <laughs> I just don't care anymore. <laughs> Are you wearing pants? Oh, I just don't care. Hey, you anymore, know what? Man. You're not wearing pants either. A uh, quick break. <laughs> I knew I, I felt a little. <laughs> Wind down there. <laughs> little exposure. Uh, Quick break. More wearing Rima coming up. Bridgehead IT problem solved. That's it. Problem solved. Bridgehead IT. All you got to do is call them for all of your IT issues there at the office, no matter what they are. And I mean, you can call them right now. If you've got a problem that you're not uh, getting solved and your IT department's been working on it, they haven't been able to solve it. Uh, maybe it's a problem trying to sign in this morning. Maybe you were hacked overnight. I don't know. Anything is possible these days. And Bridgehead IT is here to solve your IT problems just with a phone call or email or if they really have to, they'll come over to the office. You bet. They're that flexible, and they'll do it however many times you need them to work for you. Bottom line is Bridgehead is here to improve your bottom line with real IT solutions. They're problem solvers. And when it comes to cybersecurity, nobody's better than Bridgehead. At 210 477 Right. So, Craig has commented here. He says, you're causing coffee to shoot out of my nose. Stop it. <laughs> Sorry, Craig. I'll put my clothes on backwards more often then. <laughs> no. Well, no. <laughs> I appreciate the offer, but No. <laughs> Dress appropriately for this radio program, will you? I've never dressed appropriately. You know, actually, uh, my first talk radio show, yes. which was in Delaware, uh-huh. uh, a little station called WGMD out to Cornfield. Right. It was owned by a guy named David Shoemacher. He used to work for CBS. Uh-huh. Uh, and he insisted. You got to get pretty. You had to wear a tie and slacks sure. every day. Right. I hated it. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that, but I hate that, too. In fact, when I was selling here, 
I was doing both on the right. air and selling. I wore the tie a bit, and I went to a car dealer in uh, in Bernie. Scott Wilson told me. I walked in. It was July. I got sweat running all over me. I'm wearing a tie and a white <laughs> shirt. I got sweat everywhere. And Scott right. Wilson at the Bernie dealership said, if you ever come in here in a tie again, I'm going to whip your butt. <laughs> said, yeah, well, I, that's enough. Now, after that gig, I was uh, – and plus – you know, we do get up. I get up, you know, five thirty, five five thirty, which is pretty early for me. So this is as good as it gets. You man. know, I don't. I don't even own a tie. I don't either. That's yeah. that's the honest truth. I do not yeah. own a tie. I, and if you want to give me one, don't. You're just wasting your money because I don't own them. I don't. I don't either. Them. Yeah. No. And when I'm not going to. When I left Delaware, I got rid of them all. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I refuse to. I hate ties. Right. Uh, but anyway, uh, so Craig, we're sorry for making coffee. Shoot out your nose. Uh, we'll we'll calm it down a little bit for the next. Uh, I, we we got to get to this here sometime this morning. A couple of memories about nine eleven we need to share. Yeah, I shared one earlier about a woman right. who was in the building and an angel held her hand. Amazing story. Right. But, um, just kind of some personal remembrances too, right. because yeah. we have the day and tomorrow. Yeah, and yeah. then we're done. Well, it's twenty years, and it deserves it. You know, it deserves the time. Shoot, yeah. And we have the special we're going to be playing at seven o'clock. That's uh, kind of cool, night. isn't it? Yeah, that's kind of a Looking cool. Forward to that. So, and we're all praying that you know we just get through it and move on. You know, I hope it's a boring day. That's what I do too, man. I'm just you know? sitting here thinking, well, we're going to remember those who we lost on that day and remember what happened on that day, but then be as normal as possible and keep going because that's what we need to do. Yeah. Well, and I, I. I, I try to make it a day of reflection and, you know, prayer. That's and, what I mean. And, yeah, and, uh, you know, this year especially, I kind of want to reset stuff, so. Yeah, absolutely. That's the, the goal. So we'll do that before 9, and a lot of other stuff, too. Where in Rima continues next, KTSA. The middle class. I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Right on. 805 now. Trey Ware, Sean Rima here on KTSA. Thanks for checking out the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, before we go any further, uh, 9-11 is coming up uh, on Saturday. And I guess we'll just start with the traditional, you know, where were you and what were you doing, you know, kind of thing uh, that everybody gets into on date momentous days mm. like this. Because it's, it's these days that you that are etched in your memory, you know, where oh, you yeah. were. I remember my dad talking about uh, JFK assassination, and he was here, right? And did his show, and he said, "Folks, there's nothing to say," and he just put on a record, you know, mm. just played his played songs. Um, I was with him when nine eleven happened. We were doing a show called The Wear Pair, right? We were sitting right over there, and we were talking like budgetary stuff. The ledge was in session, and blah blah. The budget, budget, this. And I, I to be fr- frank, I don't even remember. What it was right. we were talking about. Right. Because the next few seconds, it became really insignificant. Because Brent Bowler was our newsman, and he broke in. And he said, fellas, it looks like uh, a plane has flown into one of the buildings, the uh, Twin uh, twin Towers. And w- looked up on the television. We had one television screen, and we were sitting like this, so across from each other, so you would be dad, and I'm right. here. And the television screen was behind him. Right. So I see it over his head, and I look up, and I said, wow. Somebody screwed up and made a left-hand turn when they meant to make a right. Right. You know, that's kind of what I was thinking. And he turned around and said, nope, that's terrorism, instantly. Right. And I said, wait, how do you know that? It just looks like planes are flying around. He said, nope, it's a perfectly clear day. Pilots don't make excuses on these perfectly – there's not a cloud in the sky. He was a pilot for 60 years. Right. So they don't make mistakes on a a day like today. That was intentional. And just a couple minutes later, the second one Mm. hit. So – 
Yeah, I was uh, at a radio station too. I was at the. I was just talking about WGMD in Delaware, uh, and I was. Uh, I, I just just very quickly because I got to set it up. I had already resigned. We were moving out to Colorado. My daughter was uh, maybe five months old, and uh, I was just going out to Colorado to try to work at KOA. That was the goal. And so I really wasn't. I was. I wasn't on the air. I was doing what we call board hopping. I was kind of. I was running the Doctor Laura show. Mm-hmm. And so, and this this radio station was so small, we did not have a TV anywhere in the studio Understand. or in the, in the station. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm getting ready to time into the Doctor Laura show, and ABC breaks in and says a plane has hit the World Trade Center, and I had the exact... So, at that, in, in other words, at that time, my family was already living out in Colorado. I, I don't have a place to live. I'm crashing on people's couches. I'm living like a hobo. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hanging out in restaurants. Not, not much has changed. Not, well, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I mean, I, I'm, 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 I'm itinerant because I'm kind of working out my time before I drive out to Colorado. Sure. Right. And uh, so I was all alone. Uh, and uh, I heard about the, the first plane, and I had the same thought, especially since I couldn't see it, that, well, obsessed or something... Somebody, it's an accident. And then when you hear the second plane uh, uh, hit, then, of course, everybody knew. I remember our news guy, Andrew, runs in, and he had been watching Fox News at home. And for whatever reasons, when the first plane hit, he popped a a videotape, videotape, in the machine and started recording. So he runs in. We had a TV set in the station, and he pops it in. He says, look at this. And that's how I first saw it was on a VHS tape, the second plane hitting. Yeah. And then we just went wall-to-wall with ABC. That's what we did. Same guy. Uh, Peter, Peter, Peter Jennings. Peter Jennings. Yeah. I remember listening to Peter Jennings as the first tower fell. He was the guy. Uh, and uh, then that whole, the next month, because I was back there for a month in, at the, in a beach area, Ocean City, Maryland, Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. That's kind of where I was hanging out. And it was surreal because that's called second season normally, and it's still a big party time, more for locals and natives after the tourists leave. And I, it was like drive, it was like living in a funeral. I mean, there was no, you'd go to bars, and to I'd go to bars to watch TV because I didn't, I was living out of my car basically. And I remember uh, that night, or the, I think it was the next night, I went to a, a bar that I used to hang out at in Ocean City. A friend was going to meet me. I was going to crash at his place that night. And this was the next day, and I remember sitting down, and normally this is a raucous party bar, and there's maybe five or six people just sitting around the bar, and we're all watching the TV sets. Because at this point, you had people with signs going, where's my father? I can't find my father. If you see my father on the, on the TV, that's all it was. And I remember the bartender just kept refilling our drinks, never paid a bill, no, didn't charge anybody. We just sat there, and the bartender even was staring at the, at the TV. So unbelievable. We, we went to we went wall to wall, but then uh, that only lasted a day. So the next day we came back live, and we just basically opened the phones because right. Military City USA, everybody really had a connection to uh, what happened. If you weren't there or had a friend, you you knew somebody who was there, somebody who was involved in some right. shape, form, or fashion. Because we're you know a city that people move through a lot, and uh, they come through here and then they move on, or a Pentagon ties up there with the Pentagon happening. So we you know we just did a lot of that, but we also got in touch with a lot of people who were up there and were eyewitnesses who actually were in New York and in Washington and saw it happen. So we had them on the air too, telling their just amazing stories of what they had just seen. Some of them couldn't even talk, you know. It was, uh, their, their lives had been so, everybody's life had been so radically altered by 
by what had happened that some of them just weren't able to um, to speak at all. Um, but I do remember too that the, the rallying, how how everybody came together, and um, we were separated at the time. It was not not as bad. The tribalism wasn't as bad as it is now. Back well, it then. was it was more whiny. Yeah, but it shrill. existed. It existed, but it wasn't it was, anything like it is now. Right, it, it was there. And, uh, and and I remember at that moment, you know, it, it, everybody came together. Uh, the the Congress people who stood on the steps and sang "God Bless America," you know, uh, that happened just a couple of days after that. Um, we here, uh, several of us in the motorcycle community, got together and raised a bunch of money and took it down to the Alamo and gave it to a guy who drove it to New York to give it to the firefighters to buy them sandwiches and stuff. The whole country kind of came together that way because remember those guys were digging through that rubble for you know months oh, I, yeah I, months. Think I knew a guy who uh who, who was one of those guys yeah he said we for weeks you're just digging through rubble and finding right. bodies and so the, the real impact i mean the impact was there and we felt it but the real impact that bowled me over buried me really was 10 years later and i told this earlier but elaine put together we went up to do a 10-year anniversary right radio and television so we get up there and the first night, we're just trying to get to the hotel, so we stopped at a wine store to pick up a bottle of wine. Right. A little bitty place. Guy's over at the cash register. They're over trying to decide to wine, and I walk over to him. And I say, Would you, we're radio and television in San Antonio. Would you talk to us about this? He said, no. I said, okay, why? He said, you don't understand. He said, I inject, on that day, I ingested fax machines and telephones and paper and desks and my brother and sister's. Mm. I ingested them, too. They literally live inside of me. So he said, I can't talk about it, and I won't. But as I walked around the city that week, you know, I just walk up to people and say, would you talk on video and on radio with us about this? And either that was the reaction, nope, I can't, or yes, please. I'm so happy and relieved that somebody's asked me to talk about it. Right. Please, let me talk about it. You know, yeah, it's, uh, God, I remember I was in Texas for the 10-year. I, I just moved to uh Texas uh, for the 10-year uh, anniversary, which was uh, when Paul Simon sang, uh, I think it was uh, Bridge Over Troubled, Troubled Water. Uh-huh. It was yeah. beautiful, Ground Zero. You know, it, well, I mean, it was... Uh, I, I, I remember glimpses. I mean, I remember little moments from the weeks afterwards. Like, I remember our, our news, another one of our news person, people, Sharon, was from uh, Brooklyn on that day. And she started, I'll never forget her freaking out because she was trying to get a hold of her sister who of worked course. in Lower Manhattan. You know, the moments like you said about the American flag, and and I remember we were united because that Friday was uh, Kite Fest in Ocean City, which is kind of a big party weekend where people bring these custom-made kites and they fly them, and there's kites as far as you can see over the the shore, over the beach. And I remember that year, I'm there with the mayor of uh, Ocean City, uh, uh, Jim Mathias, who's now a state senator, and he... He was a friend of mine, and he he couldn't get a hold of his son for a couple of days. His son worked in, in Lower Manhattan. Uh, and we're sitting there, and at noon on the boardwalk, and I've told this story 20 times now, at noon on the boardwalk, uh, they started playing the national anthem, and all the kites went in the air. They were all American flags. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the sky, so you're right, United, the skies were filled with, you know, with, with, with American flag kites. They had a huge one that they had unfurled. And I remember looking at, uh, my daughter was only a few months old. I remember there was a woman in front of me with a stroller who had a little baby about the age of my kid, and she's just crying. Sure. She's crying. And I remember the mayor leaning over and whispering in my ear, what's it going to take? 
And I'm like, what? What's it going to take for this stuff to? to I mean, what? What? Ha- in other words, what happens next? Right. It was a moment I'll just I'll never forget. You know, because and I was bawling my eyes out too, just the sight of all those flags. Well, we amazing we, moment. As time went on, we found people that we had known who were involved. Uh, one of which our listeners will know probably uh, Barbara Olson, right? Who was a famous. Uh, political commentator she was on fox news she was an author the wife of ted olson who was the solicitor general right. for the united states in front of the supreme court argued all the cases for the united states in front of the supreme court he he's a sweet man uh she was on the plane that went in the pentagon and mm. i just i just talked to her the day before right right on oh, that man. monday wow. she was on my show and uh tuesday morning she was on the plane that went in right uh, mm. So we'll have some more of this uh, to go into tomorrow. And then the special is on KTSA tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Please listen to it. Please check it out. And please never forget, here's one other thing, and then we'll break. The, it's natural as you move away from, from dates and events, it's natural to lose some touch with them. December 7th, 1941, November 22nd, 1963, those dates. It's natural that people's memories fade a little bit because generations change and whatever. But as you and I have discussed, there's also been a concerted effort, a conscious effort, to move us away from (laughs) particular memories concerning 9-11. Uh, this whole erasing the fact that Islam, radical Islam, was involved. The whole idea that, no, those were not radical Islamists who did that. It was just some guys who did some things <laughs> on that day. That's being taught in some schools. That's being taught in the media. You talked about that five-hour special that you watched that they erased. Especially and he mentioned that. Yeah. It just happened. It was, it was just something that happened, right? It was, yeah. n- nobody did it. It was just something that happened. Guys were having a bad day, and they took some planes and flew them into some buildings, right? Mm. So there's a conscious... Um, concentrated effort to move us away from it. And may we never forget what happened. Because if you forget, it's going to happen again. I promise. Well, yeah. And I mean, I, I and maybe because I'm, you know, I mean, I, I obsess on it to a certain extent. Like, I, I, it hasn't diminished at all for me in 20 years. That's the thing that I keep being taken aback by. It, 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 it's still as powerful uh, a memory now as it was then. Um, I, I am concerned because I think you're right in that the story is being rewritten. If you're in your early 20s or younger, I have noticed they, they really don't have a connection to it in, in, a, in a measurable way if, if they didn't lose a parent because they see what happened on September 11th in any given Dwayne Johnson movie. Exactly. We talked about you that know, then. It's, it's At kinda, that time, yeah, we talked about it. it it's, it's not, you know, it, it's just not real. And I understand that. That's, in a sense, almost natural. But I think what what compounds that is the fact that they are rewriting the story of they, it totally. in the schools and in the music, uh, museums and in the institutions. Totally. And that's a horrible crime uh, against the young folks because they don't have a connection Politics, to it. Politics, you, yeah, know? you know. Uh, Obama did a bunch to try to rewrite history concerning yeah. this. That's sad. That, you know? that really upsets me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, quick break. More wearing Rima on the other side. We'll lighten the load a little bit. Safe Showers is your company. What Safe Showers does is they come in and they remove your tub and your shower, taking it all the way back to the studs, and they install a safe shower. Okay. And you come in and you go, wow, this is unbelievable. You talk about a wow experience. This is it. You know, a gorgeous designer shower that you will have and a non-slip floor, little tiny step up, so it's easy to get your leg up and get in there. 
And then there's no, like the wall, there's no grout or anything, so you don't have to worry about mold and mildew and cleaning. and It doesn't exist. You don't have to worry about that. With a safe shower, you're absolutely going to love it. They put in a shower chair, shampoo and soap caddies, all new plumbing, so on and so forth. And right now at Safe Showers, they've got their dream bathroom sale going on where you can save $750 on the installation of a brand new safe shower. And take advantage of no interest, no payments for 18 months and their senior and military discounts, too, at Safe Showers at 210-655-1111. Your AccuWeather forecast, sunny to partly cloudy today with a high of 96. Tonight's going to be clear. Then tomorrow, sunny and hot, 94. And Saturday, lots of sunshine again at 93. Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Oh, Black Betty. Oh, Black Betty. Oh, Black Betty. My motorcycle name. Your, your, oh, your motorcycle name is Black Betty. 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 Yep. Yep. Well, I remember you telling me that last week or the other week. Lighten the load, man. Well, uh, you know, this is kind of a cool little story. Uh, there was a kid's show for uh, back in uh, around, actually around the time of September 11th that was really popular. It was called Blues Clues. And I remember uh, my kid eventually would, would watch it. And, and Blues Clues was this cheesy show where you had this guy named Steve, and he, you remember Blue's Clues? <laughs> now, he, now he's taking the glasses off and putting the headphones uh, on. Blue's, and he, and he was very cheesy. He'd come, Hi, hey, do you think we can talk for a second? Oh, so, you, like so to- you mean the star was Joe Biden? <laughs> <laughs> it could have been, right. And, but, it, but he was just a really, really cheesy dude, and he would say, he, that's how he would talk, like, Hi, I'm Steve. I'm glad you're my friend. Right, very calm. Very calm, and, 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 and there was something endearing about that guy. He was yeah. just really good at it, you know. And he's a young guy in his twenties when he did the show. This is, an, and I think then, in and, and my kid, used, like I said, used to, she was a little too young for it, but used to watch reruns of it. They played reruns, and then he abruptly left in I think two thousand three when the show was really popular, and never really explained why he left. And they brought in a second guy who never was very good, and not as good as that guy. And the show didn't last very long after that. Well, he's now 47. His name is Steve Burns. And he he puts out a video yesterday. It's the 25th anniversary of Blue's Clues being on the air. And nobody has seen or heard from this guy since he left the show. So what's he been doing? Well, that's what he comes out, and he does it exactly the same. He's like 47 now. He's bald. And he comes out exactly the way he used to do it on the air. Like, hi, how are you? We haven't talked in a while. Yeah. And he's talking to other people who are like, you know, in their 30s. Uh, uh, and he just says, well, you know, I just decided not to be an actor. I decided to go to college. And that's what I did. I learned all kinds of cool stuff. And I got married. And I had a fa-. And he says, look at us now, how well we've all done. You, you know, now it's all about college loans and raising kids college loans and, you know and it, well but he's it, you're all in debt by 500 but, no, million but it was really cool <laughs> and, and and he's just like you know i'm so glad that you know i i got to talk to you and he and ends it and if you watch that show it does kind of make you teary-eyed because he's like i never forgot you right and i'm so glad we're still friends and i just wanted you to know 
why I left and, and why you never heard from me again. But you made all the difference in my life. Did and he, it was just a sweet thing, you know, and it was just really Did cool. he say how he's been paying the bills? I know he, he mentioned college, but <laughs> no, did he mention No, he didn't that? say that. He said, you know. I just wonder, you know, he didn't want to be an, an actor. What, what did I do? What, he, you he know, was he selling into, shoes? He didn't go into what he specifically did. He just said, I went to college, and oh. then I ended up being able to do all the things that I always wanted to do. That's how my brain works. You know. What are you doing? What are you doing? You've been on well, you've been on welfare or what? What have you been doing? I'm, I'm, sure, he, just, I'm sure he made a lot of money back in the day because there was a, you know, it was a, lot a of huge mer- show. Yeah. A lot of merchandise oh, yeah. and stuff. I mean, his face was on all these different toys right. and everything. And so, yeah. It was huge. Blues <laughs> crew. He's probably a communist. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, my oldest son used to watch it every day. It was a cute, yeah. little, it was a cute little show. It was a cute it, little show, it, you know. There was no, there was no message. There was no. Yeah. It was just you know having fun. <laughs> That's all it was. You know, it was like a little scavenger hunt almost. Yeah. And you draw pictures and, well, you know, the, they checked the mail. It was just, it was, <laughs> it was <laughs> crazy fun. Right? It was a guy, a camera, and a green screen. Yeah. That's basically. all it was. Yeah. And it was brilliant. And it was just this cool little thing that twenty five years later he's like talking to the same audience but they're now all adults you and know and, and he's, he's not talking and he's talking to them in the same way he <laughs> yes. talked to them he's dressed you know, the same very, he's got the same calm. shirt on yeah, yeah. He's got, you know except he's got a hat to cover same shirt did you say same he's shirt the same, same he wore the same he wore the shirt every on the show he had that's this one great. striped shirt <laughs> And that's what was so cute about it is that he's talking in exactly, he's a 47-year-old dude, and he's talking exactly the same way right. to a bunch of what I guess, I gather, would be, what, 30 people in their 30s, if you're yeah, talking you about know, his audience? My, my oldest son is, you know, is that age, and so it was, it was kind of fun to see, because I, you know, I'd totally forgotten about the show. Oh, yeah. You know, even though I'd watched it with him every day. Oh, for, I did, too. Yeah. And, and uh, totally forgot about it, and my wife says, you know, remember this guy? Oh, yeah. What's old Steve up to these days? <laughs> Hey, we're gonna go check the mail. You know? <laughs> See, Did he keep the notepad? <laughs> right. I wonder. Yeah. Does he still have that big comfortable chair? What's going on? So it was cool. Anyway, that, yeah. that was a little happy thing. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> well, it, it actually really was. Awesome. The yeah. thing was, cool to see. I think it was his abrupt departure, though. It facilitated all the rumors. Yeah. And just right, no yeah. one knew what happened to him, so let's just make a bunch of stuff up. And they never, he never explained it. They never, there was never any stories as to why he left. He just was suddenly not there. Right. And they had this new guy. I think his name was Joe. Joe. And Joe was just never as nearly as cool. No. In fact, there was something a little creepy about Joe. A little bit. <laughs> Little bit, little bit. So that, <laughs> it's almost you know, like Joe was trying to be Steve. Yeah, and know? he just and, only know, Steve could be Steve. He already did all that, so do something different. Do right. something else. Come so. out and scream! Hey, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> Sit down! I'm talking. Yeah. Get the stinking mail, you, you little puke! Get the hell off my lawn! Get off my lawn! <laughs> get outside, you dog! <laughs> Tell the sure. dog on a leash. Tell exactly. that stupid dog to shut up. <laughs> the laws matter right now. <laughs> Damn it! I told you for the last time. I'm not going to tell you again. <laughs> Put your time out. <laughs> so anyway. I'll slap you upside the head, you keep it up. That was my nice little story. That's a good one. <laughs> slap you upside the head. Don't you want See somebody, you come, out, somebody come out and do that? No. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have Looney Tunes, man. If you want to see cartoon characters try to kill each other every year over seven minutes. It, although it would have been kind of funny if he came out and said, you know, 
25 years ago, I come on here and try to make you all to be better people. And you're just a bunch you're of schmucks. You're the same. <laughs> See, that's where, that's where I was going earlier. Or a bunch of spoiled little brats you are. I've been in rehab for 22 years. <laughs> you know, that and kind of thing. And it's all because right? of you. Yeah. <laughs> I was in rehab. You, you people screwed me up. I've been in a psych ward for a while. Right. You know, you something like that. Tide pods and everything else. And I, I feel <laughs> some type windows. of responsibility, and I've just decided, hey, to hell with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to hell with you. <laughs> no, it'd be more like... To hell with you. <laughs> Started. I hate all of you. You know, uh, you, you thought 15 days to stop the spread was bad. This is 25 years to yeah. stop the coke. Come right. on. <laughs> so there you go. Perfect. It was a nice little story. That is a good story. <laughs> all right. It really was. It was a good story. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back more on the other side. We'll tell you about Window World. Talk to Martin Bamba yesterday. He's a great guy. And, you know, he gives back to the community. In so many great ways, he gives back to the community. In fact, uh, they always give to the Veterans Airlift Command, which is a, a cool deal. But also throughout San Antonio, he's always taking care of people. Uh, that's the heart that he's got. And when it comes to your windows, does the same thing for your home. He's got the same heart, taking care of the windows at your home. Your friends over at Window World is what I'm talking about. Martin Bomba and his team, they have the best prices anywhere. Their everyday price is 20 to 75% less than their competition. They have the best warranty in the industry. They have the most beautiful and energy-efficient windows that you're going to find anywhere. Their ratings on energy efficiency through the roof. How do I know all this? Because I bought them. Got a house full just a few months ago. And love our Window World windows, and you will too. Log on today. Check out the website. Learn more about Window World. And get your free estimate. That's Window World. 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Trey Ware, Sean Rima, Ware and Rima, KTSA. It's eight thirty nine, and today, of course, is the ninth, and uh, we're rocking and rolling straight toward the eleventh, and uh, hopefully, we move right on through the eleventh, and everything is is good, yeah. and uh, praying that uh, all things will just be a normal, boring day, and uh, won't, won't have to think about anything on the eleventh, other than just reflecting on the past and and what happened, and how we all become uh, better people. UTSA, we talked about this a lot yesterday. Um, the whole idea of come and take it being done away with by the uh, wimp wiener of a president over there and uh, getting rid of it. Uh, now people are burning their UTSA Roadrunner stuff, setting it on, <laughs> lighting it on fire, man, burning their their jerseys, their shirts, their caps, and stuff like that. So, well, there comes a point, man, <laughs> where people have had enough. Just had enough. Well, it, stupidity. It, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, this this cancel stuff, this political correctness. I don't, you know, I mean, it, it it comes a point where it becomes so stupid. And I think you know, you start messing around with a with a team that people are extremely loyal to, and uh, and that uh, you're going to see that kind of a reaction. You know, it, it just in regards to September 11th, I can't believe that 20 years later. We have become this just thin-skinned. Well, you know what? Actually, no. It's it's not that we have become that. Okay, and Riccardi was saying this last night. A relatively small group of people are that, who are offended by things or but like come and take it, who sit around and try to figure out what's the next thing you're going to be offended by, and then they expect everybody else to go along with it because they determined it's offensive. I, the reporting yesterday on 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 the come and take it thing was interesting. Because the reporting is, well, it's taken on meanings that are beyond its historical intent. So, in other words, because some people layered on top of it something that they were offended by, everybody else is supposed to see it that way. It's like the Confederate flag. 
everybody else is supposed to see what this relatively small group of wieners are seeing in a statue, in a flag, in a slogan, because they're the ones who get to determine what's what's offensive and what isn't. And that's, you know, that's that's what it is. And people get tired of being told what to think about stuff. This is what I think. <laughs> and, well, and they continue. Uh, so we'll take a quick break. Come right back. More Warren Rima here on the other side. Stevens Roofing is your roofing company. Don't, uh, don't wait to get wet inside the house. Call the professionals at Stevens Roofing. They're family-owned. They're reputable. They're reliable. They have always been your local roofer. And, you know, going local makes all the difference in the world. And Stevens, that's what they're all about. So uh, right now with the sun out and it's been beating down on your roof, that's just as bad on your roof as you get in straight line winds or hail damage or anything like that. So make sure that your roof is up to snuff. Make sure that your most important investment, your home, is protected with the finest roofing company anywhere. And that's Stevens Roofing. Stevens Roofing has your family covered. They are a family-run company. They're going to be here to back up their work and to stand pat with all their warranties and their guarantees. And, and, and by the way, they'll work with your insurance company as well to make sure you get all your benefits. That's Stevens Roofing, 